You guys are already celebrating Christmas. You just don't even know it. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that suck and shows that blowed. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe secret code. code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. Yeah, it's ABC featuring the VIPs of SBTV. Austin G and Dr. DB with our AT&C money. Weird TV is their specialty. It might be all four or just one, two, or three. Cause they're old and kind of busy. So go get ready and take a pee. So set your phasers to download a rarity that we have bestowed. Special moments no one would have showed. Open your body holes cause you're gonna get told. Grab yourself a drink and let's unload In a very special episode It's kind of like a whole filler episode. God damn, I bet this would be trippy as fuck if I was high. Yeah, you need to get a Joel Schumacher in there to like it. Exactly. Yeah, picture an erect penis. We put chains and whips on each other and line up in order of rank, and then you, one of you can fucking rub it till it's red. And then he like turns around and he's like hiding it behind his back. But then I'm like, but then the audience would have already seen it because it was behind his back when he was first facing us. But I mean, like I barely want to eat grapes. I certainly don't want to eat their like shriveled up remains. They just have like weird chemistry. Well, Carolyn sent this, so when are the dicks gonna show up? You know, like. <laughs> What if it screams when you try to eat it? Is he upset or does he just look like that? Made like the literal boner fully. And are these like different planets? There's the dinosaurs and the, what the fuck's going on? This really cool food cart, which is dogs who give you waffles. Yes, yes, I will get in your van. I can tell you that I don't think I have ever wanted to be high while watching one of our episodes more. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Well, what are the rules of this world, you know? It's like a man can fuck a bell and a walrus can fuck a dinosaur, whatever. And one like a cool seven bucks off of it. Why aren't we singing about fucking waffles? I would like some waffles. Ooh, and... All right. Yes. yes. All right. There's no way I screwed that up. <laughs> I'm confident you'll find a way, David. <laughs> All right, we got to start over again. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Where You Want to Be with Your Jolly Good Spirits at this Christmas time when it gets cold out. It gets warm inside. Warm inside the podcasting booth where we review tales of your that maybe some of us have seen before and some of us haven't and i am your host this evening through those uh freshly snowed hills carolyn maine and with me as per usual we have somebody who is taking it with extra butter ryan alexander tanner <laughs> happy to be here with you christmas carol ah, <laughs> see what you did there I'm ringing a bell. I don't have one, but <laughs> that's what my arm is doing. Uh, we also have somebody who's away on the snowy hills, and 
they like to make noises for fun. Ho, ho, ho? This is Austin Gordon. <laughs> it's Hostin Gordon. Hostin Gordon. And your noises keep the demons away, so thank you. And then last but not least, let's call it a night and let's call him a cab. He's a cab. It's... David Bitsenoffer? You're a cab, motherfucker. <laughs> I guess I'm a cab, I huh? <laughs> Honk, honk. Or David Blitzenhofer. Oh. oh, there you go. And since you don't get introduced, Carol, we should acknowledge the audience that you are a dried-up grape. <laughs> but I'm a dope ass dried up grape. You are. Or I'm also a literal dumbbell who's ruining the whole festivities. Mm. Oh, wow. We'll get there. We'll get there. You guys didn't recognize that? Um, for all of our dear listeners who might be having plenty of questions, all of them valid, what we are reviewing tonight on a very special episode is a Will Vinton claymation celebration. So, in case you don't know who Will Vinton is, uh, think about clay and think about dried up old grapes and think about a lot of 1980s advertising and uh, Portland, Oregon, Mm -hmm. if you're nasty. Let's go through the ranks. Austin, what is your familiarity with Will Vinton Studios in general? Um, I feel like my main point of reference for for his stuff is the uh, is the California raisins. Uh, I have they're the big select. Yeah, I yes. mean that's yeah, like oh yeah, of course that's like I mean that's their their raisiny bread and butter, I guess. Their their <laughs> butter on raisin bread. I don't know. Um, I, right? Did you mean the raisin dick? Cause that was good. Yeah, I don't I don't know good. why I was I don't know what attracted me to the California raisins as a kid. I mean they they started out as like advertisements, right? Like they were they were like. So you were attracted to the raisins as a kid. <laughs> yes, I walked right into that one. Um, yes. So I guess like I saw the commercials and I, I yeah. recall as a kid like this is when I this is when I was elementary school living in Wisconsin. There was like an apartment store downtown that for some reason sold like little plastic california raisin figures Uh, Mm -hmm. because of course like all advertising shticks that take on a life of their own there was all this like ancillary merchandise stuff and so i remember going to that department store with my mom and like begging to get another california raisin figure but they didn't even do like they weren't even poseable they were just like molded hunks of plastic and then i briefly remember their arms hardy's had a um. like partnership with California raisins and like on, on the in the grand scheme of like fast food restaurants Hardee's was always pretty much at the bottom of the barrel for us as a family <laughs> but we I insisted that we go there because they had some kind of like giveaway where like I don't know if it was in their in their version of a happy meal or what but you could get these like exclusive like here's a California raisin on a skateboard here's one mm-hmm. with a basketball kind of a thing but it's like I, I don't know what the fuck I did with these things like wait is Hardy's the one that is on the west coast is Carl's Jr. Yes, um, yeah, it is. Yeah. Hardy's okay. Carl's Jr. Okay. is like the same. Gotcha. I've same always been perplexed by that. Like, why is it the same yeah, thing, but it's... with different names in different regions? I assume that once upon a time, they started out as two independent things, and then one bought the other and merged, mm. but they kept the name in one area because it had recognition in that 
zone, but I, I have no idea if that's the case. But yeah, I don't if know. If someone wants to uh, let us know, it would be yeah. it would save us ten seconds of Google. <laughs> right, exactly. It would save a gruel. It would make a gruel orphan's Christmas to not have to look that up. For it would him. save a save a gruel orphan's life. <laughs> um, but like, we're just gonna start shipping it out to as our a listeners. Kid, so Austin, you had full raisin fever. Yeah, and it was weird because like all the stuff, all the, like the toys and stuff that I was into as a kid were all like. IP conflict based like He-Man was like they had good guys and bad guys and Transformers had good guys and bad guys and it's like I wanted the toys because then you could like act out these like conflicts between like California Raisins were just like hunks of clay that played instruments and sold shit I don't know why I was into this for the hot minute that I was into them but I was and that's that's all that's my that's my main Will Vinton knowledge <laughs> Did you ever have He-Man beat up the raisins, Austin? Did the raisins ever fight? No, they weren't. They weren't of the same scale, so they couldn't interact with each other. That would have, that would have bothered anal retentive little Austin. <laughs> David. Uh, what's that? Uh, Were you gonna say? Something? No, I'm just gonna say who doesn't like herd it through the grapevine. It's a- yeah, that's oh, right. That, and sadly, the California raisins are were my point of entry for that song. Like that was like oh, what introduced me to that song. Which... Well, that's that's because the California raisins wrote that song. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> they had the ideas, grapes, and then by the time they were full grown raisins, they just they really knocked it out of the park. Uh, David, what's your familiarity with Vilvin Studios, if any? Not any real familiarity, but I knew the California Raisins, of course. So, Did you know any of the other advertising campaigns I, they did? I did not. Not by their name, anyways. But I might Do recognize you, them if I heard right? them. Right? I know you're a big fan of pizza. <laughs> yeah. Were they the Noid? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that I have a note about that. So that that circles that square for me. Well, let's see. I knew I should say that I was into the California raisins enough to have dressed as a California raisin <laughs> for Halloween. Whoa! Now is that just because it was a trash bag and sunglasses? No, I got like an official costume or anything that kind of like slides Whoa. over or whatever. I mean, it wasn't a very good costume. It was just like two pieces of fabric you kind of put over yourself. <laughs> But then I also turned that into me entering a lip syncing contest. Yes. Where I was, where I sang, heard it through the, I lip sank. Uh, <laughs> synced, lip synced, heard it through the grapevine while dressed as a California raisin. What? And won like a cool seven bucks off of it. What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Were you by yourself, or did you have friends being raisins with you? It was you? just me in a raisin costume <laughs> at our wow. church lip-syncing contest. What did the... Where did you get the... I need to want to know more details about the raisin costume. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just something you'd buy it, like, off the shelf at, like, a retail store. Do you have any documentation yeah, like a, of this? Yeah, is there a picture of this that we could maybe post with this episode or a of? video. <laughs> Unless... I, I I'm sure there's no... A video of me doing the lip syncing, or I'll take whatever you got, Dave. What do you have? <laughs> I don't think I have much right now. I'd Son have to of talk a to my bitch! Parents. Yeah, please yeah. talk to them. I know you haven't spoken to them in years. But <laughs> this is a good reason. Please, David, follow up on this. I think 
David has full-blown raisin fever. I think his case is worse than Austin's. Some, we freaking love the California raisins in the 1980s. Sometimes you ask David a question, and it's just unbelievable <laughs> Yeah, you get you an get. answer that you were not expecting. Sometimes you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> he, like, totally committed mm-hmm. to theater several times while we've just been hanging out. Uh, I remember practicing in my room for this lip-syncing contest and having to get the dance moves down and everything. Wow. <laughs> he even still knows. Guys, guys at home, he's dancing those moves right now. He still remembers. He is. Yeah, you exactly. can't see, but he's doing it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the only thing I remember about the Noid, well, I remember the commercials, and then there was a computer game where you yeah. played as a pizza man who had to avoid the Noid who, like, oh. shot rockets at you. Wow. Those were the days, my man. Yeah, Adler. Yeah. Who doesn't like that? <laughs> oh, boy. It was also for the NES, yep. too. That was a different game, though. That was like you could yeah. be the oh, Noid, and then there was a green Noid because it was a two-player game. <laughs> That's what I want to do is be the Noid rather than avoid the Noid. Yeah. I want to ruin the pizzas myself. Ryan, I would ask you first if I knew David was $1-7. <laughs> I gotta follow that? <laughs> Fuck. I never $1-7. <laughs> Were you one of the moves. California Raisins ride? Is that what we're building to? I know. I better be at this point. <laughs> I know. Shit. <laughs> Shit. My dumbass answer. Um, <laughs> well, I'm familiar with Will Vinton Studios. I've always known it's a thing. I, I, I remember getting a California Raisins figurine out of a box of Raisin Bran. Oh, that and seems he had a, Yeah, he had a saxophone, and I would, like, pretend he shot, like, lasers out of the saxophone because everything had to kill something else, and you're a little boy, and you play with toys. <laughs> and then... Uh, In all fairness, I do think a laser saxophone sounds really cool, Ryan. Thank and I would you. like one to this day. Appreciate it. Well, and someone's birthday is coming up. <laughs> um, People, listeners. Surprise ruiner. Um... <laughs> Uh, another big one for me would be Moonwalker, which oh. I remember watching as a kid, and then I watched more recently as an adult, which is... A- what is it? What is Moonwalker? Moonwalker is the movie that Michael Jackson made. Yeah. Which it has is like Yeah, and the first like half of it is this really bizarre montage of his career that turns into <gasps> this really long chase scene that's got oh. all this Will Vinton stuff and it's got a dance battle between Michael Jackson and a rabbit Michael Jackson and that's all Will Vinton and also they're chasing oh, him for shit. a long time and there's this really sped up footage of a city and it's like uh, Gus Van Zandt movies like watching it now I'm like oh that's Portland wow and uh, and then it became Laika so yes. it's uh, we're both in Portland I've been in Portland not as long as you you're from here but uh, no one is from here as I know, much as me you're the only Ha-ha. person um, <laughs> you're even more upset than I am about what Portland's turned into but uh, <laughs> yeah, at so least you guys are getting I'm, an Amazon headquarters oh, well. oh my god you guys need to down oh we're not getting I'm, one I'm, either I'm just saying in general yeah. if you think your oh, gentrification's okay. bad now at least you're not getting an Amazon headquarters well give it a minute <laughs> but, many ideas. but uh yeah so it became Laika so a lot of um local artists and stuff have done gigs oh, over there and I remember when he got ousted and he died recently yeah. I remember that yeah just uh like a month ago yeah as of recording more or less so this one raise a glass of cheer to the ghost of this Christmas special Pour one out for Will Vinton and another thing that strikes me about Will, Will Vinton is like the distinctiveness yeah. of the faces of his characters and they're very mm-hmm. hideous <laughs> yeah, would you call them 
ugly children. Spoiler, because they're pretty ugly. We'll get to some ugly. Yeah, the children are ugly. Like California raisins, even are those bells? Like their faces are just like ugh. They're just like ugh. And like watching the California raisins now is like another one. I was like, why was this a thing? Yeah, I know. And it was so much of a thing. Uh, we all had raisin fever to an extent. It's just the music was so good. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's it, he made raisins cool. Well, all he needed to do in the 80s was to put on sunglasses and, and play and, and, Yeah, give him a saxophone really and they were good to go. Yeah. But it was an original thing, too. Like, it's one of those things that's been kind of, like, putting glasses on everything. Or It was a really original mm-hmm. idea at the time. Like, no one mm-hmm. had thought... You hadn't seen something like that. Or sort of like um, how every CG kids movie now has, like a, like, a rabbit that dances and, like, sings <laughs> a rap song or something. And it's, like, the first time they did that in, like, the late 90s, it was like, oh, yeah. And now it's, like, in everything. It's sort of like that, I feel like. Which maybe we can attribute back to the Vinton sunglass cool. Could be. Yeah, he Could be all excels their fault. in commercials. I would attribute this... that to the Energizer Bunny, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah he yeah. kind of, yeah. he, he sunk the ball a little deeper. <laughs> but, but did the raisins come first, David? I think so. No, I'm just saying the wrapping bunnies in every CGI that apparently happens, <laughs> according to Ryan. The Energizer Bunny never wrapped, though. Uh, it's the, it's the logical sunglasses. Though. Yeah. <laughs> He did the drum beat, which you could rap to. Yeah, I don't even know the where, where, where we're going with this anymore. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, so, I, your host this evening, Carolyn Maine, like Ryan mentioned, I am from Portland. So, Will Vinton, also from Portland. It's just lousy in our history. And that's a great and beautiful thing. I definitely had this uh, Christmas special on VHS. We would record some off of television. I had another one, which Austin's going to get to in a couple weeks on the same tape. <laughs> So it's very exciting. I watched this loads as a kid. I think our networks aired it more because it was local. Oh, yeah, that makes uh, sense. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? It's pretty easy to find. And also, it was, like, for free at the library. So, yeah, I watched a heck of Vinton growing up. Another really notable one with very ugly children <laughs> is the Tom Sawyer Huck Finn time travel air balloon adventure with Mark Twain. Maybe you've never heard of it, but I swear to God it exists and they meet the literal fucking devil. It's great. Feature length, animation, claymation. And if you ever saw the old Vinton building before they made it, Leica did have an air balloon model on the door, on the little decorative part. And then Phil Knight, Nike guys, bought Leica for his son. So now Mm. it's kind of different, but they still do really good animation. Oh, and the other thing I was going to say is I actually know this just because of being in town and probably also if you read trades or whatever, you can see it. But because his son who's running it, Leica's like on on hold right now because he went to go direct the fucking Bumblebee Transformers movie. Oh, oh, shit. Is that, is that that's, cool? That's kind of cool. <laughs> that's why there's all this, like, Bumblebee Transformer movie stuff on the IMDb page of the Claymation Christmas Celebration. Like, the oh, whole, like, like, just, like, the it's, like, the sponsored ads and stuff that they have on the page. Like, mm-hmm. every time I click around on this page, it's the fucking Bumblebee commercial. And, like, yeah. that explains why. And a bunch of... A bunch of stop motion artists in the Portland area all got fucked by that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck you, Portland, but that's Hollywood. No, Bumblebee can't fuck with it. <laughs> Our orphans were so confused about what the Bumblebee was, and we told them not to think about bees or outside. So. Yeah.
Seasons from the California Vineyards. Don't you know that I hide it through the Uh, the Orphans did let me know that uh, this Claymation Christmas special won a Emmy for Best Animated Short. So Damn. They, when you guys this? watch this, when you feel an Emmy? <laughs> this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, this uh, Claymation Christmas special won an Emmy for Best Animated Short. And, wow. Uh, this okay. What else? What was it up against? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what year uh, was this? <laughs> This was 1987, 19... Christmas, 80... December 21st oh. of 87. And yeah, according... So that was up against no CGI and very little drawings. The animation was very different in this time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, according to, uh, according to the orphans, the, the uh, California Raisins singing I Heard It Through the Grapevine was a commercial for Sun Made Raisins made on behalf of the California Raisin Advisory Board. Mm. Which is apparent we... which is apparently a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know which musicians exactly it was who did the lyrics and vocal? Well we know that it came from was it the Temptations Marvin who originated Gay. it? Marvin, Marvin Gaye Gay. was the was, was the wrote heard it through the game. Yeah. I believe anyway. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're. Was that part of your performance, David? Or did you start with the Marvin Gaye version? Yeah, I went to. I, I, I went from Herder Through the Grapevine right into Sexual Healing, you know. And just, <laughs> uh, the, the lead vocals for the California Raisins uh-huh. were sung by musician Buddy Miles. Hmm. Shout out, Buddy Miles. Yeah. He did. Uh, he was a musician with a bunch of notable acts. So, you know, that is what it is. Right? Way to go, buddy. Uh, everybody loved you. We had Raisin Fever. But yeah, this was uh, this was pretty much the second appearance of the California Raisins um, after, their, after their Heard It Through the Grapevine commercial. Oh, really? How many California Raisins are still alive today? <laughs> and how many have <laughs> turned into wine? Good evening, and welcome to London's world-famous Christmas Square. Tonight, Herb and I will be your hosts on On a tour through the magical musical world of Christmas carols. <laughs> We're going to hear some really wonderful music. Right, Rex? Uh, thank you, Herb. <clears throat> Thematically speaking, we'll be looking at Christmas carols as they relate to specific traditions of... Yeah, songs about Christmas trees and stacks of gifts, reindeer and jingling bells, holiday ballets, Santa Claus, universal joy, and Christmas snacks. There is not a carol about snacks. <laughs> All right. So, this is a Claymation Christmas special, and what says Claymation and Christmas more than two dinosaurs <laughs> in a town square? Yeah, is there any context for these dinosaurs? <laughs> Are they I, ever I know something else? <laughs> it's because they were in a different Will Vinton movie not too long before were they? this. Were they? Yeah, they super were, Thank and they were like... They were less um, vocal. They were less erudite. They were just more dinosaurs. Okay, but they okay, were, f- they I, were I, from something else. Uh, okay. I, f- yeah. I felt like they were assuming I had a lot more familiarity with them than I did. Yeah, my, my question was, why are they dinosaurs? And possibly Jewish dinosaurs? Um. Well, the one 
seems very waspy, right? Yeah. Like a like a golf guy, the Rex, the Predator, yeah. and then the one, the other one. He's like a Bruce Valanche type. Right, he's a right. Stegosaurus out to eat. Was that Mister Howell from Gilligan's Island? It was like him. I don't think it was because these yeah. two dinosaur men, Herb and Rex, only had these credits. Uh, is that what your gruel orphan told you? Yeah, Austin? I also thought they sounded like people, but the, according to the crack research team, they they just did this kind of stuff. Like they're the the guy that did the voice of uh, uh, Herb, the herbivore. <laughs> Uh, oh, Tim, Ryan is Tim, Tim Connor. I did not catch that. All of his, all of his acting credits pretty much are like little shorts, and um, you know, there's a uh, Adventures of Mark Twain plays- that was probably one of those claymation ones he also did something he was the claymation he, dinosaur in adventures of mark twain yeah, he was the, the claymation, claymation dinosaur, dinosaur the claymation and, comedy of horror show in 1991 yeah yeah that's the halloween special yeah but not yeah neither of these guys were really in anything else so you guys yeah i just got a report from the crack research team who you guys oh, all refer to as the gruel orphans because you don't care are you not you don't love them um, so this was up against the Brave Little Toaster. Oh, oh shit. That, Which, that was considered a short? No, that, it, I, it, very it long. started as a short before they decided to turn it into a movie. So it Yeah, was so the short of it. Yeah, it was the short that, that led to the movie that it would have been competing against. Okay. And so after the Brave Little Toaster lost to this, they were like, let's make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just to give you think about that, and then a Garfield Christmas special. Okay. So take that, Jim Davis, because this was I, they were just didn't have a lot of stuff to. Nominate. I was gonna say that was it. It was three. This this was one of three that that uh, it pulled out the win, huh? And we fucking won because <laughs> Christmas dinosaurs, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you, Jim Davis. Yeah. I hope you suck Will Vin's dick in hell. Wow. <laughs> That's my Christmas wish. Um, so you guys, these two dinosaurs are talking like one of them went to Harvard and one of them wants snacks and they're... So who'd you rather hang out with, the person who went to Harvard or the person who wants snacks? I didn't think you were going to say hang out, David. <laughs> well, they're dinosaurs, you can't. <laughs> you could. Uh, I want to hang out with the one who wants snacks. Yeah. Everybody else? Yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just making a point that when you, when you give me just two pieces of information, like a piece of information, on two people, one, this person Dinosaurs. went to Harvard, and the other, this person wants snacks. Like, who's gonna hang out with the Harvard person? Like, what sociopath is gonna go down that <laughs> route? Ah, uh, see, David, I would have like a boring. Day. I would have thought you might have been attracted to. Uh, to Rex's pedantry, his pichant for pedantry. And his... <laughs> I'm just saying, I was doing an abstract thought experiment okay. about okay. this piece of information. Yeah. I'm all about the pedantry, only... you know. Yeah. The only thing is if you hang out with the one who likes snacks, he might beat you to all the yeah, snacks. That was, that that was also my concern, Carol, when David said it. was like, yeah, but you got to <laughs> compete with the, with the snack-hungry dinosaur to get to the snacks. <laughs> But then at least you know there's going to be snacks, though. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Harvard might leave you high and fucking dry. Yeah, exactly. 
So, yeah, uh, Herb and Rex are speaking of the holidays, and basically they're like, we're just going to watch a bunch of fucking Christmas carols <laughs> and get high as hell and fat and sassy. Well, they're, so that's They're cool. particular to tell us that they are in London's famous Christmas square. So not, o- so not only are these, like, random talking dinosaurs, but they're also in London. For some but reason. neither of them has like really London accents. No, right? he sounds like a Yaley. Exactly. Yeah, one sounds like a Yaley, and, and like you said, one's kind of a Bruce Valanche type. And, and there isn't anything and about the claymation buildings around them that like screams <laughs> London. So I'm not sure why that detail needed to be added to the setup, but it is. I wrote in my notes too that they just have like weird chemistry. Like, <laughs> I, I get the bit I get the bit they're trying to do like it's supposed to be like a mismatch but even that it just doesn't feel right yeah my spouse swore up and down before we started this VHS that they were gonna have a real Siskel and Ebert thing mm. but then later it didn't really like feel that the way the love again. wasn't just, there you watch this on memory. VHS no oh. <laughs> I mean I did a hundred times before yeah. but not this time so uh, Ryan and Austin <laughs> Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Did, did Sorry, Carol. Carol. Did you guys? I know, well, it's because it's specific to you. I mean, it'll make sense once I say it. It's because David hates women. It's okay, go ahead. Merry Christmas, David hates women. Did Carolyn tell you what it was before sending the file? Like, no. did I miss a message? No. 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 Uh, <laughs> all right. Because download this bitch. Yeah. Well, because that's basically it. Is just like download this and watch it, and I'm like, yeah. okay, and like. And so I'm just getting a random video from Carolyn. Uh, and so I really struggled through the first third of this, waiting for, like, the other shoe to drop. Because I'm like, well, Carolyn sent this, so when are the dicks going to show up, you know? Like, well, get decapitated or something. Did, like, didn't have dicks. did you see the camels? <laughs> <laughs> Their camel toes were covered up with sneakers. No, the neck. The head of the camel when they're singing on occasion looks True. to me like I don't know. So it took and you can me see to... a naked lady in their fur. Yeah, I think it was about after Carol the Bells when I was just like, oh, I think this is just a regular Christmas special and it's just oh, yeah. <laughs> pure. I love the delicate trust we have as a foursome of TV reviewers, and that you understand my oeuvre so much to be. Just put off by everything, but you'll still download it. Just like me when I watch that Screech porn on Yeah, TV. exactly. I mean, we're, I, was, I wasn't not going to watch it. I just had no idea what to expect, and I'm like, I kept waiting for it. I think I said after the fact that it was child-friendly, just in case Austin wanted to expose his <laughs> next line to this really important Oscar award-winning animation. Emmy award-winning. Yeah, no, I've got... Uh, <laughs> uh, it, this yeah. this get, needs to get in line behind some other things that I need to show him first. Sure. I like still find uh, claymation a little unsettling, though. I think as a kid, it really it freaked is. me out. Yeah, it's just it gross is a real looking. <laughs> uncanny valley kind of thing. They all kind of look like corpses. Mm-hmm. The raisins kind of are corpses of grapes. Ryan alluded to that. Let's just say that it's they true. might be dead, right? Yeah, yeah. And that we're going to eat them. So it's a weird relationship. But also. Dinosaurs, Christmas, and wassailing. Yeah. Our two hosts or, are real hung up on the Christmas Carol. Here we come, a wassailing. Or is because, it waffling? Right? Because <laughs> Fatty loves snacks. It's like this. So I was like, waffles. And then he's like, it certainly is not. But then this really cool food cart, which is dogs who give you waffles. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm into through. that. Right? 
right? <laughs> Where is the food cart with waffles right now is what I want to know. Where is it? I feel it? like it should be in our town, Ryan. Where is it? Where is it? I feel like <laughs> here we come a waffling needs to be a legit thing we do at Christmas. On the next spec script. Oh no, we gotta get the thing. Also, what is spec script? Oh, oh god, I, I have to write an episode of a TV show that I've, I've never seen an episode of? Oh no, and we have, we cast it with a bunch of great local Portland comedians and performers? And then we perform it live and record it and release it for you as a podcast called Spec Script? And it's a lot less irritating than this? No, it really is! Check it out on iTunes or wherever you get podcasts. And sing it live at Kelly's Olympian, second Sunday, 7 o'clock. Pacific time. Spec Script. Doodoosh. Here we come a waffling, a waddly so great. Here we come a waffling, so fair to be seen. Love and joy come to you, and to you your waffle too. Thank God, God me! Pardon me, but you're making a lyrical oh, error in that full, uh, what the heck's wassling? Uh, wassling, yeah. yeah she's uh, so smart. What's a wassling? Ooh, ooh, and I want one with extra butter. dinosaurs but you can launch it in britain if you must so you guys that's one great christmas carol yeah i'm another here's a third what about the three fucking kings of orientar <laughs> yeah, he, he names the three wise men which I, my only note is i know their names thanks to chrono trigger <laughs> oh david i didn't know that's where i remembered it from <laughs> So it's Malkiar, Kalzar, and um, uh, well, Frog Dude. Or... <laughs> and, and the medieval frog, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's also a medieval frog and a, a robot. Uh, yeah. And a robot. cave woman. Yeah, yeah. Very, very and sexually open cave woman. The Magus. Well, the three... Yep, and Magus. Well, the three wise men are NPCs, though. They're just... <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Three wise men are fucking NPCs. And they kind of are in this claymation short, too. We go back in the days of Jesus and sand, and there's three dudes, and they're singing, and they're good singers, but it's kind of boring, until some really cool camels who aren't raisins, but also are really cool and seem definitely to be voiced by people of color, <laughs> show up and just make this Christmas carol so much more beautiful. So is that the idea? Is it was like a, not a competition necessarily, but like it mm-hmm. seemed like they were kind of pushing each other a little bit. Yeah. Like there was a little tension. Yeah. It was about being upstaged, I would say, okay. which repeats itself in the next one. They kind of... Will Vinton Studio seems so he didn't direct he did direct this, but he didn't write or animate most of it. Mm. It was a bunch of other people. But what their studios 
seems to excel at in this era is commercial work. So sure. everything kind of has that like really direct commercial tension and upstaging and performancey and music based. But so, I feel like like each yeah. song because it's basically just a bunch of music videos. Yeah, that's it. And I feel claymation like, um, music videos. But like within each one, it seems like there should be like a narrative, and there kind of is. But it's always like I feel like it didn't always deliver on it, or it wasn't. The narrative is this guy hates this guy. Yeah, and this one it was like not even super clear to me. It's like I'm I guess there's tension between these guys and these camels. There's a psychedelic <laughs> scepter that one of the wise men has. Yeah. But it just seemed a little underwhelming to me. <laughs> also, these camels are wearing sneakers. And we know Ooh. this because the camera insists upon showing us their sneakered feet over and over again. As if that's some sort no, of I didn't like... Notice. Yeah, I'm like, are we supposed to be like impressed that you made little clay sneakers for these camels? Or is this supposed to be like Very part of the joke and I'm just not getting it? I wasn't sure what was going on there. But they right. seemed really obsessed was... with the sneakered feet. Are you saying you're not impressed with the sneakered feet? I mean, I don't it's know if just. I agree with you, Austin. Well, I mean, they're just different. Yeah, yeah, I want to see you make sneaker clay sneaker well, okay. feet. Yeah, where's your clay sneakers, Austin? Oh, you Let's see them. Let's be clear Let's on see one thing. <laughs> I have no skill whatsoever when it comes to sculpting clay, but I don't believe that there is anything intrinsically more impressive about molding clay sneakers than there is molding clay everything else in this animated special, which is all very impressive, but what's so special about just the sneakers? Whatever you know, clay sneakers, motherfucker. (laughs) I want to see Austin sculpt a clay shoe out of mashed potatoes this Thanksgiving. Yeah, it would just be like a smush of mashed potatoes. I'm not a sculptor. I freely admit this. <laughs> um, I can't wait. Yeah, I think the idea is just, you know, with like claymation, part of it is just trying to show off the movement and stuff, and we felt they could get good movement out of showing their sneakered feet. And I, I guess, guess it's supposed to be a little, you know, humorous in the style that the camels are wearing sneakers, I guess, because yeah. they're hip. They're hip camels, I guess we should. I guess, yeah, that's... It's Very stodgy hip. old wise men, but young hip camels, I guess. Yeah. And if you can't picture the camels, picture Joe Camel, <laughs> the camel, but made out of clay, and just as penisy and phallic as Ryan was alluding to <laughs> yeah, earlier. picture an erect penis. <laughs> Put a pair of sunglasses on it, and then some weird clay sneakers on the balls. <laughs> there we go. Pan down a lot. Sneaker balls. <laughs> sneaker balls. Uh, Austin, I can't wait for your Thanksgiving sneaker sculpture. <laughs> I'll be sure to post lots of pictures of it online. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe it was like a spec script for Nike. Maybe yeah. he was trying to get another Portland place to endorse him. Or it could have just been that sneakers are cool. But... The camels are cool, and the music's there, and it's all a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. And you know who else likes it? Those two fucking dinosaurs in London. <laughs> Herb and Rex thought it was pretty great, but they're ready for the next Christmas carol. Uh, this carol is about warding off evil and ringing bells, because making noise is fun. Yeah. And eating waffles is fun, and yeah. Yeah, they're... I was just going to say, I think Rex and Herb, that, that's where they're discussing wassailing and what it mm-hmm. means. 
That's one of the times. They do it a lot. Yeah, like yeah. that's their running theme, right? And yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if there's any. Rex is a pendant for wassailing, and everybody else is more into waffling because mm-hmm. it's frankly hard to beat. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is where Rex in his uh, Harvard waspy way informs us that the ringing of bells at Christmas is a holdover from early midwinter celebrations. To which I responded, yes, as is true of the vast majority of Christmas traditions, that <laughs> Christmas basically just came along and was like, oh, you already celebrate a holiday in the winter? Yeah, Christmas is like 90% of that plus Jesus. Yeah. I mean, Christmas trees, the bells, I mean, all the wassail, all that stuff. That's pretty much, Christ, Christians just came along and slapped Jesus onto an existing holiday and called it good. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but actually nobody knows when the fuck Jesus was born and yeah. decided to throw it on this date. I mean, literally, but, like, if you look at but, it, they, they don't... And to be clear, recorded anyway. I'm not necessarily even throwing shade at early Christians for doing this. It's really smart marketing to just appropriate <laughs> an existing celebration and be like, you guys are already celebrating Christmas. You just don't even know it. Just keep doing what you're doing, but also recognize that this is what jesus was born cool <laughs> but but jesus was blue-eyed and blonde-haired right yeah. and he could bench 500 and it snowed in the middle east then of course of course Good. as all middle easterners Fair. back then were <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah we move on to some bell ringing and speaking of advertisements i had a gruel orphan look this up and this next segment did predate the great Hershey's Kiss bell campaign <laughs> by one year. So take that, motherfuckers. I do enjoy that Hershey Kisses bell song. Isn't it great? It's classic. And they do it classier, which you know is nice. But let's not be nice. Let's go to Carol of the Bells with conductor Quasi-Fucking-Moto <laughs> and a bunch of bells. So weird. Yeah, I know. <laughs> A.K.A. The Noid. This is where I'm like, wait, Quasi-Moto looks like The Noid. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he can only do three to five hideous faces. <laughs> so I, uh, I I feel like you implied there was a, a, a word pun here, and I think I get it now, but I didn't before. Oh, yes. It's a dumbbell. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wah, wah. It's layers and layers. So I felt like this did uh, kind of represent for me the the workaday Joe corporate experience where everybody just has to hit themselves on the head to make it work. Mm. And there's one fucking idiot who just ruins it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> is that what everybody else's life is like? Yeah, pretty pretty much. Uh, that's what the podcast is like. <laughs> right? Um, I won't say who. <laughs> but, uh, well, also, like, again, I had trouble because I think what it is, like, with the character interactions... Is it seems feasible to me that Quasimodo is upset, but he's so hideous <laughs> that I have trouble reading his emotions. Like, is he upset or does he just look like that? Ryan, you didn't even have a hunch. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 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 All right. I know. I'm out of here. Oh, that was the greatest Christmas gift I ever could have gotten. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I stole that right from here, and the Rex felt the same way that you did. So you guys are right. Yeah, there's a lot of ugly faces, and it's they hit themselves on the head and their bells. What else do you need to know? Yeah, no, it's the same dynamic with the Three Kings, where 
uh, the one person is showing off or they're bad at it, and the other guys just want the show to go good. Mm. And since when does Quasimodo have to put on a Christmas show for people? Yeah, and I don't know. The whole thing was a little... I, I didn't know what the motivation of Quasimodo was here. <laughs> yeah. He really... He was very serious. And then, like, he was from Harvard, too. And then at the end, like, he hits the dumbbell wah, wah, with, like, a, <laughs> a slingshot. And then he, like, turns around and he's, like, hiding it behind his back. But then I'm like, but then the audience would have already seen it because it was behind his back when he was first facing us. Like, we only saw it because of he was holding it behind his back. Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> right. And it's pretty strange that he's a hunchback. I mean, that's fine. But he's a, he's a man and the other guys are anthropomorphic bells. Right, like, what yeah. is this world? What's <laughs> <laughs> that, like... The Disney hunchback with, like, stone gargoyles that, like... Yeah, but there were people. Is this the only human on this world of bells? <laughs> who knows? Like, yeah, who is in the audience? Men or bell people? I don't know. And are these, like, different planets? There's the dinosaurs and the... What the uh, fuck's like, going on? It's, so, like... So, the, uh, the hunchback of Notre Dame... Is a bell yeah. ringer. He rings the bells of you know. Of Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Now, if he lives in a world filled with anthropomorphic bells, like he's the only like humanoid and a world full of bells, does that mm-hmm. is he like their greatest villain? Because he keeps, oh, because like, he's ringing them. Yeah, he, yeah, he's that, like all he does is ring them. You know, he's like a mm-hmm. bell. Abuser. That's why they're hitting themselves in the face. Because yeah, they're just exactly. like, fuck it. They're just like, let's just get this over with. I'd rather hit <laughs> myself in the face than have... They've been, they like, learned to internalize it. Yeah. 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 They're very disorganized, like, as a community. <laughs> like, they're very easy to overcome. You feel like yeah, if they... they, they, they just rise up? You feel like if they united, they could overthrow the tyrannical rule of Quasimodo and cast off their shackles? Yeah, but these I... bells are clearly completely subjugated by this hunchback. Right. You know, yeah. at some point, being a bell is a choice. It's haunting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> being the bell. They're That's... choosing to be rung now. Oh, right, boy. Right. No, I was just joking. No, I get it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I got it. We'll get there because there will be somebody, some people, some beings who are maybe able to overthrow their oppressors a little later on. We'll stick to that. But no, the bells live under Quasimodo's thumb. But at the same time, did you three gentlemen find yourself hating the dumbbell for fucking up the show. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Because he's kind of a huge asshole this whole time. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really feel any strong feelings at any point in watching this. I mean, I... I he would fuck up. I generally enjoy the too. Carol of the Bells. Right, yeah, so, me yeah, too. I dig, I dig Carol of the Bells as a Christmas song, so... It's catchy. Yeah. So, yeah, at least Quasimodo had that slingshot that he was showing right to the audience that was able to hit the guy who was maybe going to ruin it. Yeah. And then later, Hershey's Kisses made this so much more pristine. <laughs> but their bell was still a little dumb. It would still wait to go ding, ding, ding. It just didn't have that face. Could you eat a face that looked like one of these bells if it was a candy? What? I mean, like, is it... Wait, is it a face or a candy? Wait, a face that looks like a bell that's a candy? Imagine it looks just like one of the little bell men in this show, Ryan. Could you eat it? But what what is it? Is it candy or is it a face? (laughs) It's candy shaped like a face. It might come alive later. Wait, will it or won't it? Because that's important. I don't know. 
And what kind of candy? Is it chocolate? Chocolate. It's chocolate. Then yes. Okay. Even if it's like sentient? Yes. (laughs) What if it screams when you try to eat it? Still yes. (laughs) You need the mouth first to keep that from happening. That's actually all I needed to know. I think Ryan speaks for all of us. Merry Christmas. Where players pitch potential productions with pretty much no planning. Armed with only their imagination and a deck of 53 fully illustrated movie cliches like... Sexy hackers. Vaguely European supervillain. Sport dog. Players get one minute to plan it and one minute to pitch it. Pitch, please. It's the big screen in a little package. Take my pitch, please. Now playing the movies from inside your mind. comes from the old-timey word wasil, which means to be in good health. Mm. Uh, but uh, fatty ding-dongs, like, I just want to eat all <laughs> waffles and not listen to you no more ever in my life. It's about shearing sheep or something, which I don't mm. know where... Oh. I was concerned where that was going. But then ducks show up, right? Yep. Well, Here they come, a waddling. A waddling. Why yeah. do so many of our traditional songs have these, like, outdated nonsense words in them? <laughs> Because if we wrote a Christmas song right now, we'd put different nonsense words in that, like yeet. So they just, wassail was the yeet of the olden days. Okay, that's fair. Pretty sure. Did you guys like the lady geese who waddled? They wassailed. They, they waddled. waddled. I, I had no problem with them. Yeah, I had no, <laughs> I had no strong reaction to the waddling geese ladies. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't as pro them as I was the waffle well, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you're, if if I had my choice of just watching ducks waddle or like 
a van pull up with waffles. I, I know which direction I'm going. It's and very it's not easy towards the birds. Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, right? Uh, I hope all of this weekend everybody asks dogs for waffles mm-hmm. and just ignores geese because, sorry, they didn't bring enough to the table. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. Try harder, geese. I mean, I know where right. Austin's going, but. Yeah, Austin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, he loves ducks. <laughs> Did the geese move you at all, or were you just waiting for ducks? Waiting for ducks. <laughs> geese are nothing. I mean, what's geese? Whatever. Mm hmm. Fuck you, geese. It's unanimous. Suck it, um, geese. Fuck you. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Christmas trees? Ryan, are you getting a tree this year? Not this year. I love a Christmas tree, though. I was just thinking about this, and I'm getting my holiday plants together. But I do. Yeah. I mean, I think it sucks to, like, kill a tree. Like, a tree's right. whole purpose of its life is to just sit in your house. But it makes your house smell so good. I do love the smell. Yeah. I like to get a reef. Yeah, a reef is a good compromise. And it stinks good. Uh, David, are you getting a tree? A uh, fake one. There. Yeah, so you already have it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll break it out of storage. I, I, I don't know. Decorating's you don't a lot of work. not excited at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David, David is opposed to anything that uh, where the, the work for material gain balances out of whack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Comrade David. I already know it's Christmas. I don't need to dress up my uh, apartment to remind me of that. I already got it. But <laughs> I'm living with somebody who is very much excited to dress up the apartment to remind Aww. everyone it's Christmas. So it will happen. <laughs> That's David's spirit. Uh, Austin. <laughs> bah humbug. How about your house? Oh, oh. <laughs> Are you guys getting a tree this year, Austin? Uh, well, we have. We actually have a couple of fake ones. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so we had a fake one, and uh, the like it was like a pre-lit kind of a deal, and so some of the strands of lights went out, and so we bought another fake one at like this discount place, so we ended up with, uh, we have like our upstairs tree that's good, and then we have our like poor, sad Charlie Brown Christmas tree that's uh, that's in our downstairs <laughs> now, but... We've talked this year, maybe. And is that the one you take people to that you don't like? You're like, you can see this. Yeah, exactly. Asshole. Exactly. So we've talked a little bit maybe this year about getting a, an actual tree. Um, but we'll see. Oh, wow. We always, we always had to yeah. avoid it because the, uh, the, the cats would drink from the, the water that the tree would need to survive. But uh, we sadly don't have to worry about that anymore. So now we're like, oh, we could get a real tree and try it out. We'll see. But Wait, yeah, no, not? I'm. What? Why not? Oh, because we both of our cats are gone. This will be the first Christmas. They, that, R.I.P. They, kitties. Yeah, this will be the they first died? Christmas that we don't have either cat. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That is sad. That's sad. You don't think so, the dogs will drink from there, though? Uh, I don't think so, David. We're having a moment of silence for <laughs> Austin's dead cats. Jesus Christ, dude! Do you think the dogs? <laughs> yes, David has. David has mourned my cats. That's. Uh, I didn't uh, sound like it. He didn't take one second. He's, he's put in his time. Uh, yeah, I don't think the dogs will Jesus. go after. I don't think the dogs will really know what's going on. I mean, if we put food in there, Poe would eat it. But uh, <laughs> you don't put dog food at the base of your Christmas exactly. tree. Exactly. <laughs> if you don't do that, then I think we'll be fine. So. Well, sounds like not a great Christmas tree, man. Right. <laughs> if there's no dog food at the base of it, you gotta put dog food in it. Just put food in your tree. That's all we ask. Yeah. 
Uh, as for myself, I also have a fake tree. I love it. It's called Lazor Tree because <laughs> the vines of it are full of light, so the whole thing blinks. It's like white tinselly, three layers. And yeah, it's from China, of course, because China makes almost everything. They just It's their century. And at first it came with this really bad song that was like three seconds long and very fast until my spouse got mad and cut that wire. But the lights are still great, <laughs> and I'm very excited for Laser Tree to return. Nice, nice. And that was my very long segue into this next Christmas carol, which takes place inside of a Christmas tree's ornament that goes into another Christmas tree's ornament that inceptions into Santa Claus's house. And then, spoiler, back to dinosaur land. Yeah, That's I got right. confused. I didn't know if the top was going to fall or not, and it just kind of <laughs> wobbled at the end. It was... Right? It hurt my head. Mm. What did it mean? What did it all mean? <laughs> I don't know. Was, I, I have not. I don't have much to say about the sequence. It was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't really. It, it was a song. Yep. It was... <laughs> it's kind of like a whole filler episode. Yeah, well, all of it. You guys yeah. were almost at an hour, so we're doing okay. <sighs> yeah, you start with some really traditional Vinton ugly children. Yeah, they were ugly. They were really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully it goes into one of their christmas ornaments which is a bunch of cool food dudes which tbh is what vinton does right yeah food dudes the food dudes are cool and then it goes into another fucking ornament and it, then is it old man santa town i think so and then they went to hell right <laughs> i don't think hell ever showed that <laughs> actual hell we do have actual hell in the mark twain movie so you could cut that in if you wanted mentally and then and then that's it yeah it's a christmas tree song i just yeah that one i i don't even i can't remember other than the the designs of the kids which made me <laughs> not feel great <laughs> uh other than that i have like no memory of it at all and i don't have any notes on it either it, bada bing, bada boom. it just, just says hope. creepy kids in my notes. That's all it says. <laughs> I was just hoping it'd turn into Snoopy's Christmas, but it didn't. So mm. yeah. Nope. No, sorry, David. And that didn't win any awards this year either. So take <laughs> your Charles Schultz local celebrity and put them up your asshole. <laughs> it is time for done ours. Done and done. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the celebrity heat of Wolven Studios and a bunch of Christmas tree ornaments. Nope, never mind. Fuck that. Back to the dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. They're fine. They like things. Mm -hmm. A couple of the going back to dinosaurs are pretty quick, right? Was this a quick one? Yeah, I think this yeah. There's there's no quibbling over Wassel in this in this one. None. Instead, Herb is excited about some ballet, some interpretive ice ballet, because he kind of has the hots for one of the mm -hmm. one of the performers. Which, spoiler, is an ice skating walrus lady with titties. <laughs> sort of. Does, didn't she have the same titties as him, though? No, hers were better. They were. She's naked, too, right? No. Well, she had a tiny tutu, but it did not cover her, her mom's cleft or titties. Her titties were uncovered. Right. She didn't have nipples. She but didn't. She had and I wish that me. she had. Yeah, is that your joke? You need to reanimate That's all my of main this. complaint about this whole thing. I can't believe it won an Emmy. The lack of walrus tea. 
That wall. No, their titties were there. They had no nipples. Outside yeah, you need yes. to get a Joel Schumacher in there to like, <laughs> <laughs> throw some nips on those uh, walrus tits. Please. You guys do real walruses have nipples? Well, they probably have like, six nipples or something. Yeah, yeah. they're mammals. I'm, goo- they I'm going to check. They have mustaches. Okay, they're mammals. All okay. mammals have nipples, I believe. Except that on platypuses, they're all weird. But well, but they're, they're, yeah, they're their own but weird that marsupial. That's my concern. Thing. But uh, I mean, there are—it's it's an duck. Arctic mammal, so I wouldn't be surprised if like the nipples were hidden under some like level of blubber that had to be pushed aside to get at them or something. Walruses usually have four nipples. <laughs> Did you even have to look that up? Yes, the internet says that. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's search history just took an awkward turn. Well, it's all just animal nipples. <laughs> That's the Wikipedia. That's your homepage. Ryan, why can't I see your hands anymore? Because <laughs> I'm. Because I'm. Ryan. Don't talk. Don't talk for a second. <laughs> Ryan's checking his own nipples. Uh, I was a little disappointed that there are no lyrics to this song. That's my only note. True. True. Uh, David, I invite you to make lyrics to this song. Angels, we It was like there were angels and I could hear them from on high. But I was kind of hoping you'd do a Christmas rap, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's um a walrus man who's kind of a dork. He's got a bowler's cap and a bow tie and a bunch of little penguins around him that he's thinking about eating in the icy tundra with a beautiful sunset. And, yeah, speaking of how all of these Vinton shorts feel like commercials, I could have sworn this was going to be for a male impotence. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way the walrus is all mopey. Yeah, and he's got boop, boop, you need boop, things boop. like throwing a football through, a, like, a tire or something, or, like, a train going into a tunnel, though. There wasn't enough of innuendos going. True. Hmm. True. The right kind of masculinity. Although they did fall into the ice, which I guess could be an innuendo right? or something. There you go. And when he sprung his bow tie, it made like the literal boner fully. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how did you all feel about the courtship between this lady walrus and the man walrus and how the the penguins were also there? What a uh, just <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> Uh, this is the part I was spoiling earlier a little bit, or alluding to. This is when the penguins do somehow manage to overthrow their oppressors. They take down the ruling class. The walruses are about to probably fuck, and the lady jumps on the man, and he holds her up, and he buckles, but then he gets her back up again. So it's like he was able to contend with modern woman, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But then they're both so heavy that they fall through the ice in another sexual metaphor. And that's when the penguins decide to oppress the ruling class by putting a snowball over their ice hole. They fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to straight up murder the walruses. <laughs> I feel like they did it. <laughs> no, because they came back at the end. Maybe they were just animating their corpses from inside. Yeah, that's true. Like a Weekend at Bernie's 2 situation. <laughs> All right. Pretty sure. <laughs> Yeah, too specifically because they use the reggae music on the boombox. <laughs> they raisins do the music for it. It's great. 
Austin, nothing else on these penguins? No, I think you got it pretty well covered there. All right, great. What up, America? You might not know it yet, but it is your boy, Shane Hosey, host of the Hosey Hustle Podcast. It's a podcast where me and a guest take product ideas, business ideas from you, the audience, and we punch them up, make them better, and get them out ready for the market. Our success stories include cigarettes for dogs, a rock wrapped in leather, sexy airport luggage, and many more. My guests have included host of the Room of Requirement 237 podcast, and you can find us at SoundCloud at Hosey Hustle. You can find us at Twitter at Hosey Hustle and Facebook at Hosey Hustle. That's H-O-S-E-A-H-U-S-T-L-E. Hosey Hustle. Hey, hope you have good markets, and now I'm going to let you get back to whatever the hell it is you were listening Jolly London, England, where <laughs> they are also still just hanging the fuck out. Uh, and then Herb says that he's pretty into the actress Margot of the Walrus, so that was nice to mm-hmm. know that they might fuck later too. Yeah, got a lot of cross-species romance going on this holiday season. Don't judge. Well, what are the rules of this world? You know, it's like <laughs> a man can fuck a bell and a walrus can fuck a dinosaur. Whatever. <laughs> Are you suggesting that Quasimodo was fucking the bells? I'm just saying he would have to, I guess, if he wanted to have a relationship. It's just very unclear. I didn't think so before, but now I can't dispute that at all. Ryan's right. Sorry, David. Thank you. He's fucking him. Appreciate it. (laughs) I don't think he got so goofy. So, yeah, uh, and then everybody's hanging out, still disputing wassailing, when somebody comes a-wobbling it's a whole party of pigs, or as I like to call it, the Republican National Convention. Ooh, yes. They were a wallowing, right? I think. Yeah. Oh, is that it? That makes a little more sense. Mm. They were wallowing, all right. Wallowing in their carts of fruit and filth. But I have to say, if they rolled up, I would probably eat anything <laughs> they offered me. Yeah. Anthropomorphic pigs are like your weakness. You'll just take whatever they have to offer. I take any food that's held out for me. I'm probably really easy to poison. <laughs> I should <laughs> think about that. Yeah, you should. Ryan, I got to keep you around as my eater. I know, I because I'm even worse than you. <laughs> yeah. It's not about being the best. It's just about being the You'd not You'd be kids worst. easy to kidnap, is that what you're saying? Like, yeah. Well, yes, yes, I will get in your van. <laughs> How many Mars bars? 
free candy. Okay. Who could turn down free candy? <laughs> I don't. I don't even need to see it. <laughs> uh, speaking of no morals and orgiastic pleasure, we cut back to Herb, who is just in a pile yeah. of pigs, eating and fucking. <laughs> I didn't see the fucking. But and I'll fucking. Take your word for it. You didn't see it. It was under some of the grapes. <laughs> And that's it. No, it's not. No, mm-hmm. it's not. It's time for joy. Joy to the world. Apparently, this was written by a 15-year-old boy. Yeah, who knew? That's what the T-Rex said. Yeah. Was it true when he said it, uh. Austin? <laughs> Why are you asking me? Am I the, am I the <laughs> official Christmas Carol knower guy? Yes. Yeah, I gave you the bag of gruel to hold with your palms flat this whole episode. I think a 15-year-old boy wrote the variation that was like, joy to the world the school burned down. (laughs) Right. So joy to the world is about the world having joy. Do you guys remember the world (laughs) having joy? joy? (laughs) What about that? That was nice, guys. Um... I can tell you that I don't think I have ever wanted to be high while watching one of our episodes more than when than during the Joy to the World wow. segment. Where I was like, God damn, I bet this would be trippy as fuck if I was high. Dude, my notes say I wish I was on mushrooms. <laughs> I just felt the images were haunting. <laughs> and our- That's a bold statement that you never wanted to be higher what about star wars holiday um, special and also why haven't you been high this whole time i think we just wanted to black out during the christmas star exactly. wars holiday yeah i wished for death more than ever star wars christmas special but you wish someone would poison you was this not claymation was this different than everything else i believe it was 2d claymation yeah. so i think it was? they had like a pane of glass and they would like use it in very 2d effects but it so was clay have... yeah because it looked like lights and some but some of it, of it yeah but some of it was clay like there was some morphing going on that was very clearly like stop motion claymation stuff like everything else okay all right um, yeah, and what we have is another very Afrocentric and beautiful claymation where they're showing like portraits of African American people, not white people, which is great, and they're not raisins either, which like should probably keep them nice and respectful. <laughs> but it was very pretty, and you definitely should have been high. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't goofy at all. It's the least goofy one. There's no comic relief unless you count those zazzy shapes, which were very Saved by the Bell, if you ask me. And really, no narrative at all this time, yeah. right? Yeah, it's no. Just like, uh, Christ is like, born, and it's good. Weird trippy stuff happening while the song plays. Uh, the correct research team is inconclusive as to the age of the song when it of the songwriter when it was created. Well, I only like it if the boy had barely gone through puberty. Yeah, hard to, hard to say. One way or the other. It's important. All right. Well, next time you watch this, Austin, we'll send you some Portland drugs. That'd be cool. And get you on board. Yeah. <laughs> And then we're back to the town square, where the T-Rex is just about ready to abandon his principles and straight up eat <laughs> herb because he's pissing him off. Yeah, this is uh, this is where I wrote down. I'm I'm starting to relate to the to the exasperated dinosaur because he's just he's trying to get his point across about Wassel, and it's just one thing after another. <laughs> yeah, it's one thing after another. And is he gonna eat him? 
Is he going to fuck him? What are the rules in this universe? Why are we in London? <laughs> what are the laws in London? Why are those dinosaurs alive? And, <laughs> and wearing people clothes. Yeah. Did they vote Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> but no, they don't talk about that. They don't talk about nothing. It's time. Austin's getting bored. We have to get to what everyone came here to see. The main event. Yeah. The raisin for the season. <laughs> the big celebrities' main event. The California Raisins. <sighs> Anybody who's not born in the 80s, I don't know why they're celebrities, but they are, and they are extremely exciting. Everybody lost their shit, okay? It was before we had the internet, so you had to like something. It was the California fucking Raisins. And they just played a gig. They are out in front of the jazz club, but you see the last bus go by. So that's a great time to sing a Christmas carol mm-hmm. right on the street. Uh, as they see the bus leaving town, they they lament that they will not be able to leave as well. And one of them says, it's okay, just call me a cab. And then the other one says, hey, man, you're a cab. Uh, oh, yeah. That's the bit I did earlier, and it's even better now. <laughs> you, guys, you guys know that like before the California Raisins, nobody even ever gave a shit about California? Yeah. <laughs> it really, yeah, really helped get the state on the, map. on the map. Yeah. People, yeah. really, you could buy a house in Los Angeles for like $8,000. Before the California Raisins came Before, along. Yeah, like this yeah. was 87? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like 85, man. No one cared. No one even <laughs> knew. They couldn't point to California on a map. And then 88? Oh, it was crazy. The Wild West, they call it. <laughs> People still love California and raisins mm-hmm. to this day. Mm-hmm. What remains of it? Raisins. <laughs> Come on, no one who mm-hmm. really likes raisins. Like when you get them for Halloween or anything, that that sucks. Well, I never like raisins. Well, let's I mean, be clear, I'll eat a raisin. What's that? Let's be clear on two things here, David. <laughs> Getting raisins on Halloween sucks because you want candy on Halloween. So anything right. that's not right. candy that's on true. Halloween is going to suck because of it's not yeah. being candy. But yes, on top yeah. of that, no one likes raisins. <laughs> and raisins are always not candy. Like the other time they really fuck you is you think you're going to get a delicious chocolate chip yeah, cookie. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh yeah. The imposter. Or you're like oatmeal raisins. It's a bullshit. Cookie. Oh, oh could, boy. Would it kill the world to make some fucking oatmeal cookies? Just oatmeal. Not oatmeal raisin. I don't need raisins. I just want an oatmeal cookie. But it's also... chocolate in it. Like, if you go to an event and there's cookies, and there's chocolate chip cookies, and then there's any kind of cookie with a raisin in it, but generally oatmeal raisin, you know that there's just going to be a bunch of raisin cookies left there. (laughs) I know. Right. What are you thinking? you got to, like, get up there right away and get the good ones, because all that's going to be left are those drag raisin cookies. Mm Mm-hmm. But so I want to say about raisins is that as a substitute for chocolate or candy in general, fuck a raisin. Yeah. (laughs) But if you were like, hey, you want some raisins? I'd be like, sure. (laughs) I don't know that I I would. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, maybe if they were like like yogurt covered raisins. Yeah, or like raisins with sugar. Raisin nuts. Yeah. Yeah. 
If it was just raisins, I think that would be the one way you couldn't poison me. <laughs> I'd mean, be like, no, thank like, you. I barely want to eat grapes. I certainly don't want to eat their, like, shriveled up remains. Mm. Right? Every raisin is something you could have turned into wine. Right? You asshole. <laughs> it's all just um, a lost opportunity that could have been wine. Right. You could mash it all. And also, let's just say, let's just say that raisins are one of the things that look more like poop than a lot of other things. Hmm. No? No one has had, like, pet guinea no, pigs? No, 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 no. They totally look like little little poop turds. I'm with you there. They look like little poops. Yeah. Maybe not like yours. We've <laughs> <laughs> had someone small around, you know. They're just, they look a little too much like poop. And they could look like a grape and they could look like wine yeah. but no you just turn wine. it into a turd and you put it in a cookie is there anything that's better when it's dried like a fruit like an and is there any other fruit that when it's dried it has a different name yeah uh, plums not as many prunes, prunes. Yes. oh yeah well a so prune. definitely Apricot prunes are not better than plums I like sun-dried tomatoes. Maybe it's Ooh, the sun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't, it's good I wouldn't for say storage. that a sun-dried tomato is better than a fresh tomato, but yeah. it is not right. worse than a fresh tomato. Yeah. Um, and it still has enough give that you could incorporate it into like an active ingredient. Dates are... Hmm. Yeah. Dates are good. <laughs> yeah, I can't really. I, I mean, I can't really think of. I can't really think right? of a dried variant that's objectively better than its fresh one. Like I like dried, well, dried mango. Is I like good. dried mangoes, yeah. but fresh mango yeah. is good too. Like that's not. Yeah. Neither is just dried mango is easier to eat. And yeah. Then dried apricots really good. Right. It looks like a right. ear. Like, looks like a human right? ear. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. I like dried strawberries or freeze dried too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But I like fresh. Just yeah. you mean fresh and. And dried sure. strawberries are both good. I don't know. Yeah, Prunes are good for making true. you poop. Do you guys think that's true? And raisins look like poop. Do you guys think that the California raisins used to be, like, really young and handsome when they were California <laughs> grapes? And this is, like, <laughs> the decline of their career? And that's why they have to sell out? This is their latter days. I would like to see a, spe- <laughs> a prequel where they're grapes. Right? Yeah. Come on, Vinton. <laughs> I want to ask you guys a question. Yeah. When you're stranded somewhere, <laughs> do you sing a, about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Who doesn't? Yeah, I thought that's what you do. Is I that know. just a Minnesota thing? It, yeah, it's like I, the international it, song for, like, we're stranded, let's sing a song, and you sing Rudolph. Let's sing the worst Christmas song available. Exactly. It doesn't even fit... It doesn't even fit the scenario. Like, I mean, it is kind of about transportation. Yeah, they did rub that guy's nose and turn it red. Yeah, that's a great follow-up to lines of questioning, because this is where it gets pretty strange for me. Yeah. Just, does anybody remember if before this episode one of the raisins had a particularly big nose, or is it just for this song? Because I feel like it's just for the song. Yeah, I, I don't remember either way. Yeah, I'm not quite right? sure. I, well, is it consistent? Is it always the same raisins? I think it's a roving band. I feel I like it is. Well, this is where I get confused. I'm like, I'm not sure how accurate my uh, my Hardee's California raisin figurines were to in terms of representing the actual California raisins, but yeah. they they seem a motley crew at best. You should check Austin. Line them up. Let's get let's get yeah. the the usual suspects. See who's who. David is uh, is Rudolph worse than Frosty? 
I don't know. I was thinking Jingle Bells is pretty bad too, though. But... Yeah, yeah. I I but can't. Jingle Bell Rock. I can't awesome. stand either Rudolph or Frosty, but I feel yeah. like Rudolph might be a slightly better Christmas song in that it's explicitly about like at least Santa gets name dropped in it, whereas like yeah. Frosty's just about a snowman coming I, to life. But I'll say this is my favorite version <laughs> of Rudolph that I think I've heard. Yeah. It's, it's quite it is, beautiful. It is pretty good. We have to give it yeah. to the vocalists. It's was it? Is it? Is it soul or is it R and B? The the California raisins do a good job of polishing the turd that is Rudolph. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because they're raisins, and raisins might look like uh-huh. poop. Yeah. Or just for other there's some meta, there's some metatextual stuff going on there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the twilight of their career, and they're all in good spirits, despite none of them owning a vehicle into their retirement mm-hmm. age. And one of them does have a big nose, and they start shining it, and then it fucking glows, yeah. and then he fucking he flies he flies away in a Is there any carriage. explanation for how they turned his nose red? I feel like drinking. Yeah. <laughs> There's a missing scene where they just start, like, doing body shots. Is that it? (laughs) And they rub it, too. Like, and did anybody else, like, his nose is so big, it makes him look like Humpty in the digital underground (laughs) when he would have that prosthetic on. That breakdown, but... I've learned some things about the California raisins. Okay, great. Um, so I think it was a year <laughs> after this they had their own special, which was like a mockumentary. Oh, yep. And then right. later yep. they had a Saturday morning cartoon series. Yeah, I remember oh, that. Which was, but it was all regular cell animation. Animated. Yeah. 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 Which I don't remember. And then uh, they're retired. The California raisins. It says, although popular with the public, the California Raisin Campaign eventually failed because its production cost the raisin growers almost twice their earnings. (laughs) What? (laughs) The organization who made the campaign 
closed on July 31st, 1994 due to disagreements with raisin producers over the fairness of required payments to the organization. Huh. Okay. Wow. But I don't want you guys to be upset because in 2015 it was announced that a live action CGA reboot of the raisins <laughs> would be produced. Oh, that's not upsetting at all. I know. But who knows if that live happen. action yeah, what does but- that mean? Yeah, like isn't that just isn't claymation live action sort yeah, of or... like no the raisins will be actual raisins yeah. and only the people will be CGI it or... seems like you should be able to afford actual raisins or clay raisins. or is it going to be like live action but for the raisins who are like yeah. then claymation but they're interacting with live action people or is it like, like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit like a, kind of scenario? Like they're saying, I think it's like it's live action, but you can only watch it if you're claiming. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like people are saying there's like going to be a live action Lion King movie coming up, and I'm like, that's oh, all still CGI, so it's not yeah. live, you know? It's just a different no, form of the, animation. The backgrounds, the backgrounds are live. Are, are, are they? Yeah, just like the Jungle okay. Book, it was like a lot of the locations were real. Well, but... and the Jungle Book had had like a live action, like an actual actor yeah. playing Mowgli. Oh, that's true. Whereas, like yeah. the Lion King, there is no human, so like all of the CG animals will just be running against a live act. So I guess they're just gonna like film <laughs> footage of the of the savanna and then yeah, drop they're... CGI lions into uh, it. They might be doing well, some mo- motion capture stuff too, though, mm-hmm. I suppose. Also, uh, Elton John. Yeah. Candle in the wind. I feel love tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, the raisins, um, they decide to all form... Voltron? The, yeah, or, or human centipede. <laughs> or, or what do you do yeah. when you all put whips... You put chains and whips on each other and line up in Ooh. order of rank, and then you, one of you can fucking fly. Yeah, that's called a Saturday night. I know, yeah, they kind of... <laughs> they had a Saturday night special. No, uh, unlike the penguins were able to overthrow their oppressors, they put back on the chains of capitalism, it feels like, just to launch Santa instead of them all flying as comrades. Mm. So, that was too bad. Yeah. But they did get home because a glowing nose equals flying because Christmas. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that this Christmas. So that felt good. Do it. Uh, Austin, are you going to help David rub his nose? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, make my nose red. Let's see what I do. Rub it till it's red. It's a, tis, <laughs> tis the season. I'll jump off my balcony. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm crossing my fingers for you. So those were the big celebrities. They were the California Raisins with actual music power inside them, but uh, also the spirit of Christmas and their raisins. And they had a very successful campaign, but it just wasn't enough to pay for the (laughs) raisins, which are very small, which I learned today. Then we go back for one last big hurrah in the town square. It's full of dinosaurs, but that's not all. It's kind of full of fucking well, everybody, yeah. and they're well, ready to party. They were by themselves, and then the elves showed up. True, true. So to put a yeah. capper on the wassailing caper, which everybody has been very concerned about, mm-hmm. finally some carolers are getting it right, and it's a whole van full of drunk elves. They're fighting the war on Christmas, yeah. So wait, and they're drinking. Because... Yeah. 
I was like, oh, okay, they're elves. And then one of them started talking, and I was like, that's a leprechaun. <laughs> You're right. Wrong fucking holiday. Clearly a leprechaun. <laughs> he saw they were all partying, and you know a leprechaun can't pass up yeah. an elf party. That's true. That's you, fair. You, there were leprechauns that were elf passing, I think, so they got to, like, join mm-hmm. in the party. <laughs> And I shouldn't call him out. I should just let yeah, him. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's on Leprechauns me. Leprechauns can celebrate Christmas, too. Yeah. I mean, what's he going to do for the rest of the year, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. Right? He's making toys in one of those ornament flashbacks where they just hit something, and then it does like a whoop, and then it's a toy. Remember? <laughs> he does that, and he drinks, and he wassels his dick yeah. off. So Rex is finally really happy that somebody gets yeah, it. Yeah, we learned that wassailing is just public drunkenness, and I can get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the true spirit of the holidays. <laughs> I think we just need to combine wassailing and waffling, and then I think we're all yeah. good. Yeah, the dog should bring you syrup and yeah. liquor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Geese can be there too, but they don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. fine. Pigs and geese. No, the geese come back. The pigs come back. The dogs come back. Everybody comes back. And now they are finally having that real party. And we lose track of Herb for a minute. And when, when we find him, he's a real fat piece <laughs> of shit now. Yeah. That escalated quickly. <laughs> it did. <laughs> he really let himself go. Right? While the California Raisins were performing. Right. Like like Brando, aged ten years in ten seconds. Yeah. It was amazing. Well, you think it was based off the life of Brando? <laughs> yeah, I think so too. You couldn't tell. Not, now, now they're going to have to re- rethink their shoot of Apocalypse. Now is that what's happening? Yeah. Like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> we can only shoot him from the neck up or down. You have to go all black in a little hut. <laughs> Two very artful side faces. Yep, because he's a method actor. And you guys, that is basically a Will Vin claymation celebration. Hooray! Ho, ho, ho! You all watched a new classic that I'm sure you're going to watch all the time forever now that you know. Uh, Ryan, what was a part of this episode that was very special for you? Mm. If any. <laughs> I'm going to say the part where I couldn't figure out what the dynamic was supposed to be within the animated sequence. So, the whole thing. <laughs> so, wait, who are these dinosaurs? What are they in? Um, it was some, like, dinosaur show. Like a whole show, a series, or a special? It It was like a special, and they played like actual dinosaurs. Who I'm pretty sure the Rex ate the Stegosaurus. I have like a sense memory of. Oh, really? Like they don't talk and stuff? No, yeah, they they only learn language (laughs) (laughs) to be these Macy's Day commentators. Are they the focus of it, or are they just? Is there people, or they're just in it for a second? Yeah. Oh, weird. It makes it even weirder. They just had the puppets around the studio. Kind of like if you notice in this big ending crowd scene, there's like one bulldog who looks cool, who didn't really get a line. But it's like, what show is that bulldog from? Does he look And cool? I saw the twins from Saved by the Bell who were always in the background. <laughs> they were there. They did? They were there? Yeah, they were there. Were they drunk with the elves? No, they're like 15. Well, and that's a, that's a leprechaun, Carol. <laughs> 
sorry. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah. David, what was a very special moment on this episode for uh, What was special about this is that I received a random video from Carolyn and it didn't contain dicks or like decapitations <laughs> or drug use or anything. And I'm just like, wow. this just seems downright wholesome. I don't get what's going on here. I know. Carol, you're getting old. <laughs> it's a Christmas Carol yeah. episode. Um, if you didn't see the penises, David, <laughs> with your heart. Because that walrus' dick grew three sizes yeah, that exactly. day. <laughs> and those, there, there was a uh, nippleless walrus boobs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. <laughs> they couldn't show. They had to. They made TV on a five-second delay because the first cut of this did have actual nipples mm-hmm. on everybody. Yeah. Even the dinosaurs were like rock hard this <laughs> whole time. It was very cold. Uh, Austin, besides the walrus dick and the dinosaur nipples, or including it, <laughs> what was the very special part of this episode for you? Um, I enjoyed uh, uh, the Rex dinosaurs' <laughs> penchant for pedantry. Uh, his, his his quest to to learn us all what wassail uh, what truly meant, and then at the same time. I also enjoyed the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, the um, the witty wordplay involving the waddling and waffling and wallowing and uh, all the variations therein. You like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> mm. You know, I'll say that every time I hear the song with wassling in it, it makes me think, of Herb getting fat and sassy well, from, on the From waffles. now on, whenever I hear it, I'm going to be like, why aren't we singing about fucking waffles? <laughs> I would like some waffles. Uh, right? Ooh, one. That's what we can all take away mm-hmm. is Christmas waffle memories. Think about it. Remember it. Get your extra butter. Uh, for me, one of the most special moments was when the penguins were able to overthrow their overlords yeah. and put the ice on top of the walruses. Seize the means of production and all. Yeah, seize the means of production, become the ice dancer. <laughs> and I guess I just liked, I don't know why, but I did laugh like five times during Carol of the Bells. Just like everybody was getting mad at that guy and he was a dick. <laughs> and it was good comedy. <laughs> Quasimodo was so serious. I don't know why it's good, but it was a simpler time, and the camels also did kind of look like penises. They so that's really something. did. <laughs> if you remember the camels campaign, which these camels look exactly like those camels, is like they got the cigarette brand got in trouble for having a mascot that was too appealing to children mm-hmm. while being too phallic, and you get a taste of that mm-hmm. here in this too, but let's See, well, uh, Ryan, when you aren't putting extra butter on it and catching up to the waffle dogs, where can our listeners find you online? Well, when is when am I ever not doing that? <laughs> I know, it's a narrow window. I have a website. It's ohyesverynice.com, and that's also my Twitter and my Instagram. And, yeah, that's all. You can look at those things and learn more about me, which I'm sure you want to know more. Those things are all very nice because Ryan is, oh, yes, very nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, David, when you aren't getting lost inside the dreams of several ugly children <laughs> and then the dreams of their ugly children's ugly children. When is he not? I know. I know. Fun. He is right now. He's stuck. I can't see him. Where can our yeah, listeners find you online? I can be on 
Twitter at Dr. Bits, Dr. Spelled Out, and at the real gentleman of leisure.com. And Austin, when you aren't trying to keep everybody on track while they're hitting themselves and making a mockery of the show you've been practicing all year for, <laughs> where are you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter talking about uh, camel sneakers at Austin Gorton, <laughs> and you can read my writing at, at Camel Toes. <laughs> at Camel Toes. <laughs> you can read my writing at therealjudgmentofleisure.com as well. And as for myself this evening, your host, Carolyn Main. You can find me at carolynmain.com, Carolyn Main at Tumblr, or Facebook, and Twitter, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, Like the Street. I have a different podcast that's very fun where you pitch movie cliches. Pitch, please. It's at pitchplease.fun. You can buy the deck, and you can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Podbean, or Stitcher. But for this podcast, which you like more because you're listening to it right now, it's great. And we are a very special episode. And you can find us at avsc.pod on Facebook. You can find us at a very special episode.com. Nope. A very special episode pod.com. <laughs> Twitter at avsepod. And we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podmean, and all over the place. So come bring in the carols with us and enjoy yourself for this and the rest of the upcoming Christmas specials. Yeah, we're, uh, we'll be going weekly now for the rest of the year to uh, cram in as much Christmas goodness as we can. Ooh. Let's cram it in and go out with a bang. Get under the mistletoe. I am reminding you to enjoy yourself some zazzy shapes responsibly. Uh, get some waffles. And if all else fails at the Christmas party, just be a literal fucking dumbbell. Bong. Here we come, wassailing among the leaves of green. Here we come, a wassailing so fair to be seen. Her love and joy come to you, and Her. to be a wassail too. And God well, save you and We'll be right back. Thanks for joining us for our Claymation Christmas Carol. Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Fuck a raisin. Uh, don't need raisins. I just wanted. We should acknowledge the audience that you are a dried up grape. I was. I don't know what attracted me to the California raisins as a kid. I mean, they, I, I don't know what the fuck I did with these things. Like, I was into this for the hot minute that I was into them, but I was. What? <laughs> but then at least you know there's going to be snacks, though. You know? What? Wait, what? <laughs> It was just me in a raisin costume. Yeah, he had a saxophone, and I would, like, pretend he shot, like, lasers out of the saxophone. So take that, Jim Davis. Take your Charles Schultz and put them up your asshole, because I hope you suck Will Vin's dick in hell. <laughs> That's my Christmas wish. That was the greatest Christmas gift I ever could have gotten. I know. Yeah, that was this AVSC on your home PC With some VIPs of SBTB Was it Austin G, Dr. DB, RAT, or the C What the heck was with that TV? This podcast is kind of funny Excuse us all, cause we gotta go pee 
That was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons Oh how we've grown Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode Next time on a very special episode You're a cab, motherfucker. I guess I'm a cab, I don't know. <laughs>